not going Stay not safe Before you cross me, look both ways Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my lead, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm out of space Can't eat with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight talk going, state to state What's going on, guys? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back with another one. That's right, an exclusive with one of my favorite backstage correspondents and interviewers in the game right now. Please help me welcome Impact Wrestling's Gia Miller to Straight Talk Wrestling. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, uh, No problem. Thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. I mean, it's always exciting for me when I get to talk to anybody from Impact because it is hands down one of my favorite promotions uh, today. And that's not like I'm hopping on the Forbidden Door bandwagon. I've been an Impact faithful for a very, very long time. Uh, got a lot of great wrestlers and great talent over there. Uh, people that I like to big up and expose on a regular basis. And now I get to talk to the lady that gets to talk to all of these great men and women on a regular basis. Absolutely. So, Gia, my first question is, is that a lot of times you're kind of in the mix in heated arguments and situations. How do you prepare yourself for that? Like, I mean, this past Thursday alone, there was a few oh, times yeah. where you were involved in some serious, serious things as just... Uh, a watcher if you will absolutely it's uh you as a pro wrestling interviewer uh especially if you're going to be a backstage correspondent I, you, you have to go in prepared knowing that 80 percent of these are not going to go how you planned because uh, they're all there in the same building and uh it's it's bound something's going to happen but yeah this past week uh w morrissey ran in on rich swan and that was uh, you know typically i'm able to get out of the way Typically, I'm able to get out of there when I, I if I can see it coming. Uh, I'll say that's that sprints. You got to train. You got to train. Be quick. Uh, but it's this time I couldn't. He was so big. He just blocked the whole way. And I just had to start yelling for help. I called for Dr. Ross immediately because that poor Rich took that boot straight to the face. I watched that happen. Uh, but yeah, you just kind of have to always be on your toes uh, be prepared to sprint at any second, whether it's to get the scoop or to get out of the way of it. 100%. And a lot of the times you, thankfully you get out of the way of it. I have not seen you get into any of the kerfuffles, but I'm hoping that never happens. I really, really okay. am. But speaking of all the, the amazing things that have happened around impact and what's going on with the forbidden door and all this stuff, what are your thoughts and feelings on having another champion from another company representing your company as the champion well uh i have I, it really it depends on the champion you know uh let's use now finjuice just lost their titles to vbd uh but let's take them for example they came into impact and they were super respectful and they they wanted to make this company better and they wanted to make themselves better and i thought that they were great representations of the company and of their company uh you know they really pulled out all the stops, like went above and beyond to be uh, great tag team champions for impact wrestling. Um, when you look at maybe some others, it, it's like, what are they here for? Uh, just to take the belt? Like, uh, you know, uh, we have so many people come in and it's just like, they have a chip on their shoulder and it's, uh, it, it's why come to impact to do that? Like, this is a place to build people up and that's what we all want to do. Uh, and so I think like Finjuice has done a really great job of being the opposite. So it's hard for me to see our title on someone that I feel doesn't respect it. Um, 
but at, at the same time, you know, I can't take away his ability. I can't take away everything he's done. I can't say that he doesn't deserve it because he won it fair and square. Uh, there was no, when he won the impact world title and the TNA heavyweight championship, there was no interference from Don Callis, from the good brothers, from anybody. That was a one, two, three. And at the end of the day, he got the better of Rich Swan, and I have to respect that. You do. You have to respect it. it was a great match, probably a match of the year candidate in my eyes. And that's really? not blowing smoke. That was just one hell of a story that was told in the ring. Now, uh, a couple interesting points uh, to bring up, especially from this past week and especially from Under Siege, just the fallout from Under Siege in general. We know that now Moose is uh, on June 12th. He's going to get his shot and it is going to be one hell of a match. And he cut probably hands down the best promo I've ever seen Moose cut. He was genuine. He was passionate. He was angry. He was ready to go. Like he, he wanted to, and then, you know, Kenny comes out, Don Callis comes out and gets in the ring. And I respect Don Callis and the mind that he has for the business, sure. but I just feel like this whole invisible hand thing, he's left impact by the wayside. And especially after all he's done to, to kind of give that resurgence for impact and, and, and work si hand in hand with Scott Demore and all that. I feel like it's just fallen to the wayside. And now sure. he's, he started respecting moose at first but then turned into complete disrespect until moose pretty much told him i'm going to rip your head off and shove it up him which i appreciated fully but your thoughts on don Callis and where his allegiances lie um i'm not sure if he said this verbatim but really what i've taken from some of the things that he said is that he's used impact as a stepping stone for kenny uh i and he said that he's always had this plan. So I think that he did come into the company with this intention of, of building it up so that it meant something when, and I think it would always mean something to me to hold an impact title of any kind, but in the eyes of others, um, he came in with this intention of paving this way and opening that door, getting the keys to that door for Kenny to come in. Um, and I, you know, you, you mentioned the respect that he had for Moose. And I think, you know, it's like anybody in this business. You said he has a great mind for the business and uh, I don't knock him for this, but, you know, he saw something that he could use in Moose. Uh, and once he realized, oh, Moose maybe not, might not be on the same side as me. Maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not so keen about this anymore. Uh, but, you know, speaking of Moose, this past Saturday at Under Siege, at the end of that match, he said he's coming to get what's ours. Not his, mm -hmm. not mine, not his, ours. Impact Wrestling. And I think that says a lot about Moose's mindset going into this. Uh, and I <laughs> I might be terribly afraid of Moose, but I have all the respect, respect in the world for him. I do too. I mean, I, he's won me over the last couple of months. Uh, and uh, at first he thought it was because of his move, uh, his move set that he had done in that uh, triple threat uh, that we had with Kenny and the good brothers when this whole thing kind of started. Uh, but I told him it wasn't about the move, move sets. I mean, you're, you're an incredible athlete. I don't need to tell you that it was about the loyalty. And for me, cause I'm a loyal impact fan. I appreciate the loyalty. Like you look at a guy like Eddie Edwards, there's loyalty written all over him. Absolutely. You look at a guy like Eric Young, as much as he's unorthodox with this whole violent by design thing right now, still uh, loyal. And the he still is coming into this thinking that he's making impact better in his eyes. Mm -hmm. It's he's not coming in to tear impact down. He's coming in to show it the truth and, and, and lift it up in the way that he feels is fit. So I, I agree with you there. Absolutely. And um, uh, speaking of that, I, one thing I love that Impact does, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me as well, is that uh, we see a lot of title changes 
on mm-hmm. Thursday nights. It used to be Tuesdays, now it's Thursdays. We do see a lot more title changes than a lot of the other organizations. And I think that's one of the best things that Impact does. Where not only do we see fresh champions on pay-per-views, but we also see fresh champions in the weekly episodic shows, which I think is is something that's kind of a lost art in the in the world of pro wrestling. Would you would you not agree with that? I definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, from a pro wrestling standpoint, it's like why wait until a pay-per-view to really give it your all? Why why wait to train and prepare and pull out all the stops? Uh, I, I hate to steal something from uh, Matt Cardona, but if you're always ready, then you know, that it's that better chance. Like Violent by Design, they waited, they waited and they waited until they saw the perfect moment. And that perfect moment was on a Thursday night. They didn't have to do it at a pay-per-view. They could have, they didn't have to do it in an app special. They could have, but they didn't. They saw that perfect moment on Thursday nights. And also from a viewer standpoint, you know, not everyone is able to afford the pay-per-views. Not a- everyone is able to afford the the app specials of course we want people to watch those but should we always rob people of those title changes and of those uh of those big moments if they're not able to watch them live and I don't think so and I love that we do that um I love that you see pay-per-view level action on Thursday nights Absolutely. You took the words out of my mouth. That was going to be my next point that some people just just can't afford the price point based on the world we're living in now. <laughs> but um, the one great thing is that impacts price point, at least in my eyes, is one of the most affordable price points oh, out there. Very reasonable. You get yeah. a lot of bang for your buck. Now, a couple more questions. I mean, we have our impacts app special against all odds on June 12th. We know Moose is going to go with Kenny. More matches will be added to the card. I'm excited for it all. I'm always excited. But right after that is Slammiversary. And more importantly, that's after a 90 day clause is up. Yes. Well, I've got to ask, is there anybody in your eyes that was recently released, not going to mention the other organization, but it happened sure. last year, and a lot of eyes were on Slammiversary, and we, we got the Good Brothers, we got Matt Cardona, we got Eric Young back, we got a lot of guys coming back home, and this is what, and what, where I'm getting to that is there's one guy that was released that has the opportunity to come back home. Mm-hmm. What would it be like for the Impact locker room if somebody of, of Samoa Joe's caliber came back on the pay-per-view of pay-per-views for impact wrestling it it would saying it's monumental would be an understatement um and for me personally uh there's there's actually been um i gear all of my outfits very specifically for impact and for our pay-per-views and for everything and i wore an outfit inspired by samoa joe's gear so for me personally that would be incredible to see him come back even if it was just for a night uh I would love for him to stick around I would love for to to pick his brains you know especially as uh as an on-air personality he's done some commentary and he's really done it all in this business and I'd love to I'd love to be able to sit down with him at least once um but it's like you said it's coming back home it's hard to not feel emotional about that like regardless of Eric Young's intention when he came in and what he did when he came in at Slammiversary it was still just like a wow like he's back like it was it it was a moment that took so many people's breaths away mine included uh and I would love for that to happen again 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I'm uh, as much as I'm looking forward to against all odds, uh, I'm not going to lie. My mind is turning being that wrestling fan, that dream, that uh, armchair booker, if you will. I've just got so many ideas in my head. And my final two questions, and I think I'll let you go enjoy your uh, your Friday afternoon, is um, the Forbidden Door is wide open. We've seen a lot of AEW stars coming over to Impact and getting their time on Impact TV. Mm -hmm. When do you think Turnabout is fair play? And we start to see there's rumors of Sammy Callahan wanting to go toe to toe with John Moxley one more time. There's rumors of Josh Alexander wanting to go over there and, you know, see Ethan Page one more time. There's rumors of all these things. But yet I feel like AEW has gotten the better end of the stick when it comes to this forbidden door stuff, because only the good brothers are ever on AEW TV. And I think Impact has one of the best rosters in wrestling, and we need to start getting more of our guys over there, maybe going over there and kicking their teeth in a little bit here and there. I honestly think it's intimidation. I think that uh, the people at AEW know. They know that our talent is wh whatever they want to say about us, you know, not being to the level that they are or whatever. They know the caliber of athletes that we have. And I think that their athletes are scared. I think that, uh, maybe not scared. That's not the right word. They, they know that it wouldn't be an easy fight. They know it wouldn't be what they want it to be. They want it to be just wiping the floor with us. But I think they know at the end of the day that that's not the case. Uh, our, it, our depth in our locker room isn't as much, but the experience level in our locker room is tremendous with they our talent has been all over the world our wrestlers have been everywhere and done so much uh even those with as little amount of time like if you look at someone like former x division champion ace austin uh only six years in the business but has done so much in that amount of time and has not wasted a second i think all of our uh all of our athletes are, are that way and i think that that's intimidating for them Absolutely. And you're always one, my final question, you're always a lady to, to find the scoop, no matter what, no matter what peril you could put yourself in, you're willing to take, especially as you were literally this close to getting some of that boot uh, this past Thursday. And Morrissey's a big boy and he's scary. And the fact that he's not talking right now, letting his intentions be known and Eric Young is doing all the speaking, it's, it's very eerie. And it's eerie in a great way because it keeps you glued because when he finally does say what he's got to say you know what's going to be that wow factor sure. but violent by design is filled with a lot of strong angry individuals how long do you think that faction can stay together before it implodes on itself i mean how long is william morrissey joe doring rhino uh you know uh how long are these guys going to take their marching orders from eric young before they say enough is enough we already saw some cracks right we already saw some cracks from Cody Diener, but then he fell back in line. Sure. How long before we see more cracks and eventually just a clean break? So when it comes to Morrissey, uh, I don't think he's aligned himself with Violent by Design, but Eric Young definitely sees something in him. Um, he told him when, when he introduced him that he wasn't ready. He's not ready yet. Not to be a part of Violent by Design, but he is ready for this task. And so he gave him a task. And I think that William Morrissey, we're going to see him continue on his own. Um, and I would definitely love to sit down with him and see if I can get him talking sometime soon. Uh, but as for Violent by Design, to me, 
it seems that they are very cohesive. They understand this, this core concept of what Eric Young talks about this sickness. And I think they've all experienced that sickness and they realize how prevalent it is. Of course, when you have a group of any people that have strong wills and strong minds and, and have strong feelings, uh, you're going to see cracks. You're going to see squabbles. But at the end of the day, they have one goal and that's going to draw them all back together. And I think that that is probably the scariest part of that. I couldn't agree with anything, anything more that you said, except for that point. Exactly. I agree with everything that you, your, your points are valid. And this has been one heck of a conversation. I wish it could go on longer, but uh, thank you so much for the time. And uh, I know now that I'm your new favorite podcast host. So if you get any slam anniversary tips, I know you're going to hook me up with some exclusives because we're, oh, we're people you. now we're, we're tight like that. Right. Oh yeah. Scoopers got a scoop together. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll go, I'll buy cat headphones too. I will. I swear to God, whatever you got to do. <laughs> All right, Gia, shout out your socials so everyone in the wonderful world of pro wrestling fandom can keep up with you and all your fantastic stuff that you are doing behind the scenes and maybe they can get some exclusives i know your instagram has a lot of cool stuff that pops up absolutely for sure uh all of my socials are at mean gia miller all one word um you can catch me every thursday night on bti at seven o'clock eastern time and then again immediately following after on impact wrestling both are on access tv and on twitch um check them out if you haven't i don't know what you're doing here if you haven't like come on man get on get on get on board before it really is the bandwagon uh <laughs> but yeah that's that's where you can find me hit me up uh if you want some scoops some exclusive some exclusive information i'm always dishing it out absolutely and guys you know all my socials they'll be shouted at the end but uh, gee i follow you across all boards so you know if you could hook your boy up straight talk wrestling across every platform at underscore straight talk on Twitter. It would be an honor to get a follow from one of my favorite backstage correspondents. Absolutely. That's it. That's it for this one, guys. Your host, your boy in the can with another classic peace, love and wrestling. See you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.